0: Welcome to Living in a Material World, and I'm your host, David Prada. Today's guest is founder of Rowan Beauty, Tiffany Thurston Scott. Thank you so much for joining us today and having all of our listeners know more about you. How are you?
1: I'm so excited to be with you.
0: I'm so excited, too.
1: I'm fantastic. Anytime I get to spend time with you, I'm happy.
0: I know. I'm so excited. I'm glad that we're both in the same city. And so after this, I'm, we're going to plan a dinner for all of us to see each other because I miss you.
1: Yes. I just got back. I've been back for a couple of weeks. So I feel I'm getting in, you know, it always takes me a minute to get in the zone again because, you know, I come from Utah and I just get in kind of the zone when I'm here, which is kind of nice.
0: I love that. Where in Utah do you come from? So anyone listening, so they know you're between Utah and Los Angeles, where in Utah is your house?
1: Yeah, Park City. So I'm a Park City girl. I, I grew up in Salt Lake City. You know, now we spend most of our time in Park City then we and in West Hollywood. So we're kind of 50-50. It's a great combo. I always call it, like, I get to chill out, relax, like, get back to nature when I'm in Utah. And then I get to trip out when I'm in West Hollywood. I get back in the work zone. And everything's trippier and everything's fast-paced and kind of fabulous. So I, it's my yin and my yang.
0: So I love that you have the yin and yang between West Hollywood and Utah. So how often do you guys go back and forth. What is the normal like is it two weeks, two weeks or a month, a month? How do you guys break it up?
1: It's kind of like we could do kind of go with a flow. If if Rowan is calling and it's there are things that I need to be in town for and I really need to meet and be with the girls and be with the team. I make I'll just hop on a plane. It's an hour and a half flight and it's easy. I'll just be you know, like something's going mm-hmm. on. They'll say, Hey, we need you here. I'll be like, I'm in. I'll be in two days, no worries. Sometimes I'll come in for a week. But generally, I kind of like to make it more meaningful. I'm in Utah for the holidays. I'm with family. And then I come in and, you know, I'll be here January, February, March. It's like a good chunk where I get to really, I feel like there's a lot going on with the company, kind of like your first quarter, right? You're prepping for the year and I have all the photo shoots going on and, you know, the products, you know, getting ready to launch. So I definitely let Rowan dictate it.
0: Well, talking about Rowan, let's go into how Rowan came about and when you started Rowan back in 2019 and how did the inception and all of this happen?
1: Well, let's see. So I started Rowan, yes, 2019. Gosh, it seems so long ago. COVID has completely gotten me, by the way, like time. I don't remember time. It's like taken a long time, but it's been a fast and it's so I'm all over the board. But you know what, when I started Rowan, It was really with, you know, kind of the intention in mind that I wanted to start a clean beauty brand that was kind of glamorous and kind of sexy and kind of cool. I'm a huge fan of all the clean beauty brands, what they're doing, and just kind of the movement in general. I was really a nutritionist. Oh, gosh, I started really being fascinated at the age of 18 um, with nutrition. I mean, I live in Utah. It's kind of like a natural inclination, I think, you have there. You're really involved in nature, And I loved nutrition, loved nature, but I also had a, like, I loved the glamour. I was always reading the Neiman Marcus catalog when I was like nine, 10 years old, we'd get it. And, you know, we didn't have Neiman Marcus in Utah, please. It was like, so, but I'd get the catalog, I'd obsess and then I'd see like the beauty section and it was like glamorous and amazing. So I really just kind of married the two. I said to my husband, I ended up going for my master's at Pepperdine University and starting my master's program there. And said to him, gosh, you know, I really think I want to start a line that can be both. It can be kind of like a glamorous, sexy line, but that we really can use that's clean. So it was really kind of that simple for me. I had actually at one point gone to a dermatologist because I kept getting styes in my eye. He kind of said to me, look, you know, you need to stop using some of these chemicals. You're super sensitive. Your eye's not loving it. It kind of like dawned on me. I'm like, what do you mean chemicals? Then you kind of, then I started studying it and I was like, what? Wait, wait. Like, it's not just what I'm eating, like, the things that we're putting on our skin is like going into our bodies. So, I researched. So, 70% of what you put on your skin, you ingest. It's kind of a lot. So, that kind of came before I said to Bradley, Hey, I want to kind of marry the two. It was just kind of a slow burn of kind of factors for me that kind of like all of a sudden led me to be like, wow. I think I want to start a line. So he really was supportive and said, look, you've always wanted to do something on your own and make something exciting. And so I was kind of there before. I think it was really coming on the scene, the clean beauty movement. I mean, of course we have like the beautiful Ilias and the Kosas and I'm like huge fans of those brands, but you know, to really kind of take it to a glamour level. I think was like a different take.
0: I love that you incorporated both glamour and wellness into your exquisite brand. As you know, I worked with Ilya for 10 years. And so when I was looking to work with a new brand, there was only one out there that I admired through the last few years that I'd seen out in the field, which was your brand. Because I love glamour, but I also love wellness just like you. And I think it's because we both come from like very kind of earthy, beautiful places. Like you're from Utah in the mountains and I'm from New England, which is just trees and mountains and landscapes too. And so I wanted to incorporate both. So that's why I love beautiful brands that are clean, but then they look fabulous, which is what you have created so beautifully, better than any other makeup line I have encountered in my career. So, kudos to you. It's so beautiful.
1: Well, that's literally like the most amazing compliment coming from you. I sometimes like I could pinch myself because I think somehow The team that has come on board with the brand has really made, you know, and obviously, you know, you can't do it with one person. I feel like I have this team that evolved in this way that really brought the brand even more kind of beautiful and elevated than I could have
0: imagined. And we're having so much fun doing it. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to have everybody at the roundtable next week. I think that's when it is. That's when it's in my calendar. I know. I'm excited. <laughs> so now let's talk about what were the first few SKUs in Rowan that you started developing when you knew you were going to create your own brand?
1: So definitely, it's funny because I went back to, you know, that element of when I met with the doctor and I was getting, kept getting styes, like continually getting these styes. And so I knew one of the things I wanted to create first was an eyeshadow mascara was in there as well, but I knew it was a bit more challenging and you don't want to just, you can't just launch with a mascara. So I just wanted to launch really, really small and really be thoughtful about everything. So I thought, okay, let's do eyeshadow first, right? Because it's fun. It's playful. I think clean is going to be you know, something I want on my eyes. And I thought, God, let's do something different. Let's not start with skin. Let's just like go with something playful, fun. That's going to be clean on your eyes, but also like sexy and fun. So I wanted to make sure I always had makeup artists working with me. So I got a makeup artist. We created these formulas. And I feel like it's foolproof because I'm really the consumer. As much as I love doing makeup and wearing makeup, you know, you always want like a makeup artist, I think, by your side (laughs) saying, okay, this is great. They have so many people they can test on. And I always wanted to be inclusive. So I wanted access to all skin tones. And makeup artists are, you know, all over testing. And that was really, really critical to me. So yeah, it was really starting out with the eyeshadow. We started out with really just our 75 degree palette and our 52 and our disco eyes and the everything eye brush and literally just launched with that small of a line. Um, and people kind of thought, wow, that's a little small, but it was kind of crazy because, you know, a week after we launched we started getting, I mean, a buzz like I don't think I could have really been prepared for. We had Allure, we had Glamour, we had, you know, Sephora calling us. We had, like, all these different people saying, what is this brand? And, and I was like, I thought, oh, this is going to be a slow burn and just maybe people will get to know it. And it kind of took off in a way really organically that I was not prepared for. It was really exciting. So that was kind of like the beginning of, of Rowan.
0: Now you're going into year, what, four? No, three. Year three. Only year three? Look what you've done in three years. Look how much you've accomplished and during the hardest years in the world. Oh,
1: don't even say it.
0: You've made a beautiful, wellness, glamorous makeup line. Like
1: It was really, honestly, I didn't, know, I didn't know that we did it through COVID. I will say, COVID was like the challenge of Rowan. You know, try being a new beauty line when everybody, like new, when everybody stops wearing makeup. And I thought, oh my God, we're not gonna make it.
0: Well, thank God you started with eye.
1: <laughs> not the lips, right?
0: Not the lips. <laughs> Everyone was focused on their eyes. And...
1: That would have been a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I think, literally, by the grace of God, that's what's saying. I'd love to say I was clairvoyant and knew that it was gonna be that we must start with the eye.
0: You know, it's interesting because I would never expect your eyes are stunning, they're piercing. So beautiful. So I can't imagine having styles. I have a few friends that had that issue. They never could wear makeup or eyeliner or anything. They'd have to just like do like a dramatic lip. So kudos for like finding a necessity and something in your own world and your own arsenal of beauty products that you couldn't find to serve your own problems. And I love that that's how you started. This is amazing how it began that way.
1: Yeah. Don't you feel like a lot of like kind of great things happen just when someone's like, oh, gosh, I don't have that. Like, I really want something. And I thought, you know, I want something, you know, sparkly and fun and that's also clean. And of course, there are beautiful brands out there, but really, truly the formulas I created with the lab here in Los Angeles Are one of a kind. They're really, they're a formula that you really can't get anywhere else. So it was exciting to kind of come up with something that you haven't seen before. People who are not makeup artists, they'll use it for the first time. And it's such a foolproof formula that that's the best compliment that I get is when I, you know, I get emails saying, oh my gosh, I'm not a makeup artist and I hate makeup. But like literally people stop me and say, what are you wearing? They're like, it's never happened to me before. And I'm like, wow, that's kind of amazing. I'm really proud of it.
0: You should be because, like, just with Disco Eyes Alone, I feel like that I love that palette so much. I think it's so much fun. I actually, my mom, who is not a makeup artist, I was a makeup artist on the floor, and a few of my sales managers that work for us here are also makeup artists. But my mom never could put on makeup, and when I gave her some of the Rowan that you had given me. She puts it on every day at home. Even if she doesn't go out, she puts on her gloss. She puts on her eye. And she, like, loves it because she she doesn't have to, like, really think too much. So you've kind of taken the work out of it for her. So she's, like, so happy with it. Your newest launch, which is your Elixir, which is your, you know, your amazing face oil. It's, like, incredible. Cholito's been using it, who doesn't use a lot of different, like, face products. I saw it in his bathroom at his new apartment you know everyone in the team loves it and i even the most difficult makeup artists that work on our team love it so overall i haven't heard anything negative and we've only we just started working with you in the beginning of the year and we it's like gangbusters already everyone's like we want rowan we want it <laughs> so i'm really excited
1: amazing it's still for me like pinch myself like is that you know when i hear I like, I hear someone, a retailer or something, they're like, no, we love you. And like, I get really like, like, oh my gosh, it's amazing that this is, people really do love it. The face oils are something that I played with for like, oh, 10, 12 years. I would order different oils. I read years ago that Gwyneth Paltrow and Kate Middleton always use rosehip oil, some sort of blend of like years and years ago. And so, you know, when you're young, you're like, I'm going to get the rosehip oil. I'm going to figure out what they're putting on their skin every day. So I would like order things, you know, online. I would go to Whole Foods because it wasn't even before Amazon was even around. So I'd like go to Whole Foods. I'd find oils. I'd start like researching what I could mix together. So I was like, oh, and I couldn't afford to get like the beautiful Rodans and the beautiful, are you kidding? I was like in my 20s, just okay. Like I just do my thing and mixing my oils. Oil for me was really like a natural thing. And finally, when I got to find a really good lab here in Los Angeles, who could really give me what I wanted with the face oil. We went back and forth a thousand renditions when we finally came up with it. I was like, everybody again that we gave it to was obsessed. And oils are tricky because people, I think, get nervous sometimes to put an oil on their face. But this is non-commonogenic. It literally opens your pores. It's just really lightweight. And I think it's it just gives you that glowy skin that basically we all want.
0: I love it because you can just like put on your, the elixir on your face and then you can do a little lip, a little eye and you're ready to go. And you've just like done it in a few minutes with only Rowan. It does remind me of a face oil I worked with for a decade as well. So it's like I do, when I look at it, it does remind me a lot of like when I worked with Rodan. I think you're nailing it. You're hitting all the marks the right way.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: I wanted to find out. So what is on your next steps? What are you looking into next for the brand?
1: Yeah, that's always a good question. So for me, when I choose the products for the line, right, there probably should be this grand methodology of, hey, like we're going to do all eyes and now we're going to do all lips and then we're going to do the skin and that's great. But it's really, I like to come up with products that I think I need in my bag. I'm a brow person and I have the worst brows known to mankind. In fact, I recently did a brow tutorial that did quite well because my brows are so hideous and it really showed how transformative a uh, brow brow is.
0: I think you have great brows. No,
1: no, no, Kate will tell you, anybody will tell you that has done my brows. They're like, God, what did you do to these brows? Like, I'm like, I didn't do anything. I just have bad brows. So, you know, coming up with products... It's just true. I just like you know. The funny thing is, I have a ton of hair, so I'm like, shouldn't I have a lot of brows? Like, like and have these great full brows? And I'd like try to talk to my dermatologist. He's like, it doesn't always work that way. I'm like, well, clearly it did not work with me. You know, I want to come up with things that you know we all want in our back. Like, we want a brow pencil. You know, obviously mascara was the next challenge, and I was told by some big retailers, good luck with that. Your clean mascara, like, really. I knew it was going to be a big challenge because you know most mascaras have. Coal tar in them and things that like you really never should be putting on your eyes. They also make your eyelashes look great. So we finally came up with a mascara. That was our biggest challenge. And then we won the glamor award. So that was incredibly exciting. And then of course, lip was natural. You always need lips. So we just kind of go methodically, but we have some skin. We have a launch coming out. I can't talk about it, but next week it's a face product. It's a glowy product and it's life changing. And we're going to be following up with some face products that you definitely want in your handbag. So Kate and I, who is the makeup artist, our creative beauty director, who is incredible, incredible. She and I basically just powwow constantly. We're trying on things constantly. We're deciding what we want. We're just kind of nutty. And I'm like, we then come up with a methodology that we think makes sense, that people are going to want and not be able to live without
0: Well, Kate is really an amazing artist, too. Like, again, the team got trained by her and they were like just in awe by her technique and how she applies everything. And they were just like, they came back like glowing and obsessed with the brand even more. And I love talking to Kate as well because she has so many great ideas. And there are so many makeup brands that have so many SKUs and they don't really need to have that many SKUs. And I think what ends up happening is it becomes just so confusing for the consumer And what's great and easy about Rowan is, like, it's not overwhelming. You're not going to be, like, scared to go up to the display unit. You're not going to be scared to try anything because it's not intimidating. Because, A, there's not an overwhelming amount of product in every category. There's just the best of each category.
1: Literally, that's done by design, too.
0: Yeah. And, you know, it's funny because it's, like, even going in... I know you haven't gone into complexion yet, but, like, for brands that go into complexion, I always find it so weird because as an artist... I can mix all these great different shades to get the shade I need for each of my customers. But like all these brands have so many, like 30 shades, or and so many. And I'm like, wow, this is really confusing for the everyday consumer. I don't even know which one to even grab and try and which one would be me. It's like it's very confusing. And so I think keeping less is more all the time. I think less is more. And I think you're creating products that make. People's skin look healthy and dewy and glow. And then you have the lip and eye, which is incredible. So I think these categories are killer. And your brows look amazing all the time. But next time now, I'm going to stare at your brow next time I see
1: you. (laughs) you are. You are. You can look on IG. The brow tutorial, I get on with nothing on my brows. It's the scariest thing I've ever seen. I can't believe I let them actually post it because I said, okay, I'll film this. I have to have the veto right if I do not. And everybody on the team was like, you have to post it. It's like real. This is real. You've got the bad brows. And like, you have to show what it does because it really is good. And I'm like, oh, you, you guys are so evil. So the team really coerced me, honestly.
0: I think it's perfect because you want to show what people can achieve with your products. And also if they can get the brow that you have right now. With your product, they should use it all the time. I actually think it's more important to have more hair on your head than on your brows. So I think you got the better end of the deal because if you had tons of brows and no hair on your head, would be so weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would that would look a little odd. Okay, okay, that's you know what. Now that I think of it, you know, I have these major brows, and I have like two strands of hair. Like, still like, wow, that's a really interesting look. Okay, I'm going to look at it as a positive now that you've said that. I've never thought of it that way.
0: Yes, it's definitely a positive. I don't have eyelashes. I have tons of brows, but no lash. So it's so weird, but thankfully...
1: You have amazing brows.
0: I have very bushy, big brows. But my mom, you know, it's funny because my mom had huge brows, but she actually did the whole, like, that kind of Y2K brow that was, like, a pencil-thin brow. Like, she had all this gorgeous head of hair, but then she always, like, tweezed so thin.
1: It was so in, right?
0: It was so in. And so she had these big bushy brows, but she just tweezed them into the shape of like just this perfect little line around her eyes. And that's kind of what she has still to this day. But
1: Then you just, yeah, they don't end up growing back one day. It was so the thing. It was so the look. How did we ever not know that it was going to be bushy brows?
0: And they're actually saying that this Y2K brow is coming back. It's all the talk right now. Everyone's saying that everyone's going... Because, like, if you look at, like, Bella Hadid just did her, like, really thin brow, like, during Fashion Week and stuff. So, everyone's like, oh, my God, is the early 2000 brow coming back? Since fashion is all back to, like, that era, and so is home decor and everything, everyone's like, "Uh uh-oh. I just really hope that that brow doesn't come back, because then you'll never have a brow after you do that.
1: (laughs) Please tell me it is not coming back. (laughs) So I will say I have brows that can rock that look. <laughs> so if it comes back, I'll be right You're in. You're
0: ready. You're ready to slay. It's
1: all good from here.
0: It's funny because my team ranges from like 22 years old to like 90. So we have this one sales associate that does all of like the work in the apothecary business in New York City. And she's 90. And the last time we saw her, thank God she doesn't know how to go on to the podcast because it's too much technology, so she won't hear this. But the last time we saw her, everyone's obsessed because she wears a French beret. She speaks with a French accent because she's from Paris. And she used her lip liner for her brow. (laughs) And everyone's like, she's so amazing. And I was like, you guys... She has her lip liner as her brow pencil. She used the lip liner as the brow pencil because I'm sure she couldn't read. And she was just like <laughs> filling in her brow.
1: <laughs> oh, I have to meet her.
0: She's amazing. Like she just recently ended up catching COVID in New York. She was down for the month, but like she's back and a hundred percent. So that's thankfully nothing happened to her during the process, but she's incredible and has been selling for since the seventies when she moved to the States, she started selling to apothecaries. So her market and what she knows.
1: God bless her, she is amazing. Yeah,
0: she's so cute. And my whole team was like, at least she didn't get tattoos on her brows, like the tattooed eyebrows that people were doing for a moment.
1: Oh no, the tattoo brows scares
0: me. And tattooed lip liner and tattooed eyeliner.
1: Yes, I had a stepmother, I had the stepmother.
0: <laughs> she had that? Yes,
1: I had the stepmother who did the whole thing tattoo all and she did the tattoo even under her eyeliner and to have all three at once is really a little bit scary so she had the brow and then she had the eyeliner and she had the lip liner when she'd wash her face then you just have it was not a good look it's no frightening. i mean it, she could pull it together when she had all the makeup on. but it was honestly it was never a good a good look and i'm like wow she just went for it too
0: when they don't have makeup on the tattooed brow and liner and lip is on it's so scary Everyone's talking about Britney Spears, and she's back, and she's on her own and stuff, but, like, the one thing that happened to her that she can't remove is, like, that eyeliner. She has that smoky eye constantly because of the tattooed eyes, the eyeliner. So, I'm like, how does one fix that?
1: Oh, yeah, you're not going to be able to remove that.
0: There weren't options back then. There wasn't Rowan for customers.
1: No, what we have now, I mean, aren't we so grateful? That look is not there, and we've hopefully all learned the lesson. But, you know, like you say, things come back. Like, it's crazy how things that should never come back do.
0: Well, I did bring back velvet. I brought velvet back into my house, and that was a very early 2000s, late 90s moment for me in New York. And I just brought so much velvet into my house again. Well, I had it in my apartment, but then when I got to this house, I took these... We took these Parsons chairs and had them covered in blue velvet. And then I have these like burgundy, orangey, like huge vintage sectional. And it's like kind of like two gay queens threw up in their house. Like (laughs) it's very, very eccentric. I love blue velvet. I love blue. And so I was very much into neutrals when I moved to California because I was very colorful in New York. And then when I moved to California, I wanted that whole Malibu kind of like vibe, like very Jenny Kane, like very like so California where everything is so clean. And but then I started going to all my friends' houses and they all looked the same. And I was just like so bored because like my favorite thing to go over people's houses is to snoop around and see their like taste and what they collect. And, you know, and I started one of my dear friends. She always was like, you have so much stuff in your apartment. I was like, yeah, I'm a collector. I'm from New England. You know, we love stuff. And it's like, you know, <laughs> and it's, a, it's borderline hoarder with good taste, you know. So, <laughs> but Dennis appreciates it. So thank God.
1: Yeah, I actually can appreciate it.
0: Yeah, he's a minimalist and I'm a maximalist, but we're both kind of eccentric and eclectic. So, like, it's kind of come together. We'll have to have you guys over soon. Maybe on your next trip back.
1: Definitely. I want to do design.
0: Yeah, it'll be fun. Um, and I just found out Sarah's moving down the street from me. So, like, we're all, like, Sydney, Sarah, and I are a few blocks from each other. If anything locks down again, we could have our own row meetings at the park down the street.
1: Oh, my gosh. And Sarah is just the loveliest. Like, she will make lemons out of lemonade more than anybody you've ever met. She can take, like, the most stressful situation and somehow, like, make it look all cheery. She's this Midwestern girl who worked in New York for 12 years, like, hardcore. And she worked for Becca. And she worked for... And they really expected a lot. And Edward Besh and she... But she just, like, she's this dreamy, just crazy. She wore this bright red lip in the morning, which I'm obsessed with. Like, she's so dreamy.
0: I adore her. She and I have share a lot of like contacts and similar people. We know a lot of the same people because of our New York moment and time. It's so funny because like every time I talk to her, I feel like I'm back in New York talking to like a colleague of mine of so many years ago. So it feels really good because I know if I have a question, I'll go right to her. She's got all the answers.
1: (laughs) And and she's like, she answers within like minutes.
0: Can you tell me what your beauty routine is, so everyone can hear and find out? You always are so put together and so beautiful, and I always love seeing you because your energy and aura is just so um, contagious and it makes me smile. I leave and I'm always smiling, and I feel like I want to know what is the beauty routine you do every day for yourself.
1: I'm a regimented person, so I'm like it drives Bradley crazy because he's like very easygoing, right? He's the total easygoing, cool one, and I'm the definite type A. Like, like we were supposed to have lunch five minutes ago. Like, I'm going to be five minutes off my schedule, so. It's definitely starts super regimented. I'm not, I'm like a total nut. So I wake up every morning and I have lemon water. I like squeeze a whole lemon into like a glass of water and I warm it up because it makes your body alkaline. It's like the, one of the best things you can do for your body. And if you read about what it does, it does like 20 different things for your body that are so incredible. So I literally wake up and it kind of wakes me up too, cause I'm not a morning person at all. Like I'm a terrible, terrible. I'd like to just sleep in till eight every day. But that's not my life. So I have to be up much earlier than that. So it wakes me up. And then I have to get a workout. I actually used to run marathons, but my knees eventually weren't going to allow that. I just got really into doing yoga or getting like a really good workout, like on the step mill, something that can just get me super, I have to like expel the energy. I like super high impact. So I'll do something high impact. And then I'll, you know, always end with like at least 20 minutes of like yoga moves that I just love to do or go to a yoga class it depends on my time so that's kind of my morning tons of water it drives Bradley crazy because I'm always going to the bathroom because I drink so much water he's like maybe just drink a little less like I'm like it's just so good for you though so I'm like this crazy water person And then, you know, really, I'm just, everything has to be simple. So I can't do 10 different products on my skin, which is really part of why we created the Elixir, because I'm just like a one and done. So I'll just wash my face, use like a good cleanser. There is this iSun called ISUN, the brand, and it's an exfoliant. And I'll use it in the shower maybe twice a week. And it's the most dreamy exfoliant I've ever used in my life. I don't know what they do to it, but I'm telling you everybody should use it. It is Life changing because it's not too harsh and it's just like the perfect amount of exfoliation. So I'll use that. And then literally, I just like put on the elixir and just do a quick eye. I think I spend the most amount of time on my brows because I'm like obsessed with how bad they are and put on a lip and that's it. And I like have to go and that's and I kind of repeat the same, you know, when I go to bed. I just keep it super simple. I put on the elixir sometimes if I need a little extra moisture because my skin is so dry. I'll use a great moisturizer, like a Luzerne, I think makes an incredible moisturizer and they're an all clean brand and that's it. I literally keep it as simple as you could imagine. You know, other than I'm like, okay, we need to do this at this moment. And this, you know, like I'm I'll freak out. Like if I can't have my lunch and then I'm totally like, I have to eat. I'm like a total eater. Everybody that meets me is like, how do you eat so much? I'm like, I don't know.
0: Well, I think that alkaline water, that lemon water, I love that you start your day. I just started I actually used to do that when I was at my most fit stage of my life. I would only start my morning. I would boil my tea kettle on the stove and just squeeze a whole lemon into a glass. And I would have that first. And then if I needed caffeine later, I'd have my coffee later after my workout. But it's funny because then I go work out after the lemon water.
1: You're avid. You're like, right?
0: Yeah, I just went to an Ayurvedic doctor last week and that doctor was like, you've got to start your day again with lemon and hot water because your body needs it. And it does, I can feel the difference already. I actually feel like I've like lost weight. Not because of my workout regimen, it's the same. I work out every day, even though you can't tell I work out every day, but I work out every day. And I was just like, that lemon water really... You can tell. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I, I really, I'm like you, I need to have... I need to have a high impact kind of like, I love like a workout. I like a good workout. It just makes me feel good to start the day. Like just get the energy out.
1: Same. And it's just good, right. For your, don't you think for your head, just your, like, it just gives like, it helps me my, with my anxiety. Cause I get a little bit anxious. Oh, we've got a lot going on and, you know, and it just like literally gives me like a mind reset. And, the, and I think it's all those endorphins that you get. Right. And I just think it makes you feel so good. You can start the day.
0: My best work ideas happen when I'm doing cardio in the morning. Every morning I'll come up with I'll have a notebook in my car for when I get out of my workout to write down everything that I was like processing in my mind as I was like either rowing or doing burpees or something like I was like in my head. I'm like, oh my God, I've got to remember that. Oh, that's the buyer. I've got to contact for this. Like things start happening in my head really early in the day. And if I don't work out, my mind doesn't work the same way.
1: I'm a thousand percent the same way.
0: And I love it. And like Dennis actually starts his day with yoga he sleeps in a little bit longer than I do. Of course. <laughs> and if he could, he would sleep till 10 a.m. or 9 a.m. But
1: I could not see him doing anything else. I feel like he could be an instructor, like this amazing, amazing yoga instructor, like the most hot one by the way.
0: Yeah, this weekend he was like doing a headstand while I was sitting by the pool with a glass of wine and he's like doing a headstand and like doing all his movements. And I had to do, I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm having wine. My boyfriend is in a headstand right now. I'm like, oh God. But no, he is something. Yeah, he's definitely a yogi for sure.
1: (laughs) That's so the two of you. I see you with the wine. I totally see you with the wine and him doing yoga. Like you're like, hi, honey, time for wine. He's like, no, I'm doing yoga now. Don't bother me.
0: I think the listeners that tune into our podcast are people wanting inspiration and wanting to know more about the beauty industry. For anyone out there that wants to create something or do something for themselves or create their own brand, what are your words of advice to them?
1: Oh my gosh. Like one, don't overthink it because the minute you overthink what you're going to do, it's going to stop you from doing it because it can be daunting and you just have to jump in, find your passion, like find it literally. And just dive in. Don't kind of overthink like, what about this? What about that? Because I think that's what trips you up in life you because it's so easy to kind of second guess. Well, what about this? Or what about that? I genuinely feel if you're passionate about something, you're going to be successful. I mean, it's a lot of hard work. I think it's kind of obvious. Everybody knows if you're going to be an entrepreneur and do your own thing, it's you. It's on you. You have to do it. Make it happen. But it, honestly, just don't overthink what you're doing. Find what you love and just find a way to do it. Because I think with all the resources we all have now, right, that we didn't, we could just look up on the internet what are the best labs in Los Angeles? What are the best this or what? I mean, you have to go and interview everybody and it's painstaking and it's like, a, you know, a long process. But honestly, the, the resources that are out there, if you want to do it, you just have to do it and jump in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I agree because it's not like you have to go, like when I was doing reports in high school and in college, I had to go to like the library and look up something and then get something in microfiche, put a quarter in a machine to do a picture of a newspaper to get any information. So like when you can just Google it and find all of it, you can find so much information. I do have to say your husband's incredible. Bradley is just like, he knows all the information in the industry. He's researching all the time. He knows it first. He has to create his own podcast, like Bradley knows it first. Talks about, you know, what he's...
1: He is hilarious. (laughs) I never knew.
0: I love that he's like the insider.
1: He is. He's like our little... He's like the little Rowan insider. He'll come in, the girl, we're all meeting the team. It's all girls and we're all there. And then he'll walk in and he'll be like, did you guys read the Beauty Matter article yesterday? And then he'll start spouting like some... And he'll literally like, we're like, no, what? And he like tells us, he's like, well, there's a new ingredient out there. Da, 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 or there's a new brand that looks really interesting. I
0: think you guys should know about. Like, he's just so on the pulse. I'm not going to look anymore. I'm just going to wait for Bradley to send me the email.
1: Totally. <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll give me the highlights.
0: He'll give me all the best highlights.
1: Yes. He'll be on his own little, he'll be like watching little, you know, things that are going on. He'll be, I mean, it's really crazy. He'll be on these Zooms and he's hilarious. He knows more about makeup than he ever thought he would.
0: It's amazing such a great support. You guys are incredible. I think, you know, this is what, one of the reasons why I know the brand's just going to keep blowing up and keep growing. And Rowan is the makeup line to look for right now. And I think, you know, only the the future will unfold all the beauty that is in store for you and for all of us involved. I am so thankful for you being on our podcast and thank you for being on here today and for just chit-chatting and kikiing with me. I really thank you for that, and I'm so blessed to have you in my life.
1: Oh, my gosh. I totally love and adore you, David. Honestly, you are literally just like a dream. Like, you walk in the room and the energy. So, I like, just having you in, in my life, you're just such a dream. So.
0: Oh, I feel the same.
1: That's what I have to say about that. And being on today was so much fun. It's like chatting with your best friend.
0: Oh, love it. Thank you so much, Tiffany.